Hey, DNA Strand Crew, TJ here from the Dynasty DNA Fantasy Football Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be going over our post NFL draft wide receiver and quarterback buys. Should be a killer episode. Join us, won't you? Welcome to the Dynasty DNA Fantasy Football Podcast, where we talk Dynasty Fantasy Football, Fantasy Rankings, and everything NFL. Join us and dominate your Dynasty League. It's in your DNA. And here's your host, TJ Blake. Welcome back, DNA Strand Crew. Yes, I'm the host of the Dynasty DNA Fantasy Football Podcast, TJ Blake. You can find me on Twitter at TJBlakeDNA. And as always, we're joined by our show architect and co-host, the A-Train, Andy Blake. You can follow him over on Twitter at FFATRAINDNA. How you doing today, Ann? Good. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. And next in the line of order, we got the producer and co-host, Ty Blake. You can find him on Twitter at DynastyDNATy. How you doing today, Ty? Pretty good. What's going on? We're doing good. And last but not least, it's everyone's favorite buy. It's Muscles Ryan Mail. You can find him on Twitter at Dynasty DNA Muss. How you doing today, Muss? Not too bad. What's happening? Oh, we're doing good. I mean, I just know that everyone invites you to their league, so I figured That's you're right, everyone's man. favorite buy. Yeah, right they, yeah, they all want to win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the Red Cross giving money out, you know. That's exactly. <laughs> That's why I get invited. They're, they're tax write-offs for my, you know. I get money, I get money to charity. Yeah. I'm on the low. Don't say that too loud, Muss. You're on camera. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, the gift that keeps on giving. But today, we're going to have fun. We're going to do a wide receiver and quarterback post-NFL draft buy. We're going to go over some guys that we felt were like kind of big winners out of the, like post-free agency, post-NFL draft. Like players that we already liked maybe, but maybe we even feel a little better about. Yeah, and then some just with the ADP, like drafts that we've been in where we're seeing just are maybe way too low or just a little too low. Crazy stuff happening, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, we've been in some startups, and me and Ann were talking about this, and I know Moss and Ty, mm-hmm. we were in a couple together. Like, we've seen some players just, like, really falling down the boards. And Yeah. I mean, we really want to go over some of these guys that we like, and maybe you can get for a decent price. Maybe you can get your hands on before Musk gets his greedy little dick beaters on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Don't call yeah. don't call us, we'll call you. That's right. <laughs> but a couple of things to mention here before we start. Of course, we're going to mention our friends over at Peak One Sports Network. Them guys are awesome over there. They have all kinds of sports shows. They talk all things sports all the time. We team up with them. We're uh, their exclusive fantasy football podcast over there. A lot of good guys. If you're a sports junkie, you'll love what they're offering over there. They go over all the sports. Football, hockey, MMA, golf, NASCAR, you name it. It's over there. They try to go over all that and spread all that, and they do all kinds of different shows, a lot of interesting stuff. You won't be disappointed in that. That's a really good thing if you're into sports. Go over and check them out on Twitter at Peak One Sports, Peak One Sports Network. And, uh, yeah, before we hop into this uh, quarterback and wide receivers buys episode, we're going to go over here to the breaking news of Musk. All right, uh, big news. Jags signed Dan Arnold. Ooh. All right. <laughs> hey, Arnold. Yeah. And uh, no no uh, surprise here after drafting Anthony Richardson, but the Colts released Nick Foles. Yeah, and they have Gardner Minshew in the wings. Yep. At least Gardner gets something good that happens to him. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, NFL schedule released tomorrow. Uh, they, they announced there's 14 playoff rematches. All That's right. kind of cool. There's a Black Friday game this yep. year for the first time. Cool. And all games are free agents network-wise. So uh, I don't know what that means. So I guess there's a bidding war on oh boy. Yeah. networks. I hope it don't come to where you're paying this person and that person I to know. watch a freaking football game. I, I mean, know. it's... Yeah, because, you know, every Sunday or every Thursday, you look forward to them games. And yeah, I like yeah. to watch the Pirates. I like to watch the Penguins, but I'm not getting local cable and paying all this bullshit for it. It's just, it's it sucks. It's too bad. It is. Yep. It is. I wish they would go local on, like, Channel 2 or, you know what I mean. Yeah. That would sure. be nice if they could get something worked out. Yeah, you don't want to be paying Hulu and Amazon yeah, Prime I, and already, already Yeah, yeah. You know. I already have all of them, so if that happens, I'll be okay. But. <laughs> right, right. But I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. like the people that pay for actual yeah. cable, and then you got to pay the nine ninety nine here. Yeah. Get a hold so. of us; we'll stream it to you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pirate it. Yeah, don't say that on camera. I'm <laughs> there, there we are saying a bunch of legal <laughs> shit on camera. <laughs> we're we're off and rolling today. I, I, I remember I got a story though, real quick. <laughs> when I was younger, I don't know. I mean, I probably like ten, eleven. I remember my uncle, man, he had this huge thing with all these satellites, man. He had like 10,000 channels. Jeez. We got to watch Naked News. Yeah. And- <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Shout out to my uncle. I'm not going to mention his name just in case he can go back, but it was a pretty cool setup. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted for the Naked News. Yeah, I mean, you can get down there or whatever. It was cool. <laughs> the, 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 the things you find in the hills of western Pennsylvania. That's right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so going back to that, teams could be on Thursday night football twice. Oh boy! And uh, not all teams are guaranteed to have a prime time slot. So yeah, that's not that's good. Yeah, and uh, this might be kind of interesting. The Dolphins signed Tyler Croft. Yeah, and oh yeah, because they didn't they didn't pick up a tight end in free agency or in the draft. Well, I mean, they picked up Tyler Croft now, but yeah, yeah. the draft or prior to this so right they would probably be rolling what Durham Smythe and yeah. and they traded that Hunter Long to the Rams I do yeah. remember that yeah yeah so kind of interesting yeah that is that's a little bit different yeah that um Matt Arzia or how do you say yeah it? yeah Ariza or, yeah, yeah. They, they said he was not present during his alleged you know we won't have to get into that but yeah uh, so no charges are being pressed so yeah, and he was named the punt god. I mean, yeah. he's a heck of a punter. Wonder yeah. if they may have, you know, released him, you know, because of all the... Prematurely, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because of the stuff that was going on, which, I mean, if he's innocent, that's too bad. Yeah, yeah no, if he is. just gets that's, another chance. Yeah, yeah he should get another chance. Right. But you wonder, how old is he? Is he that old? I don't think he's very old. No. So, I mean, as a punter, hell, you could be, you know, in your 30s and be perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I would think he'd only be in, like, his mid-20s. Just, I think Just so. the thing is, though, like, you can almost find anybody, you know, to come off the street. Not saying, like, one of us, but, you know. Right. Somebody that's half decent. Yeah. There was this one YouTuber that would do crazy kicks. Yeah. You guys ever I know, seen him? I know who. Yeah. I, yeah. It's I, like Destroyer. Yeah. Destroying yeah. something like that. Surprised he didn't get a job. I mean, he's in the Canadian League. Uh, I, or was? For, I, there's some story about him to where it's either he had to choose his NFL career or YouTube career. 
And I think he chose Oh, it's college. Yeah, there was between college. College or yeah. YouTube. And he chose YouTube, but uh, he has... The NFL might have frowned upon because... Y- yeah, I know. Oh, that guy's 22 years old. Is he? That's all he is. Yeah. Oh, he might get a second chance. And Hopefully he does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he's innocent, then he deserves a second chance. Yeah. 22 years old, so wow. yeah, maybe he should get a second chance. Well, if he can kick field goals, he's not going to go to San Francisco. They draft the guy <laughs> in the third round, so... <laughs> Uh, Henry Ruggs granted a plea deal. He's going to serve three to ten years. Well, I I'd say his career is over. Oh, and, big time! Yeah, yeah. You know, that just shows. Don't drink and drive. I mean, yeah, yeah. got to be smarter than that. Try he, to be a speed racer. And even even if he serves his three years or whatever, I mean, he took a life that's going to be with him forever, and obviously with the family forever. So, yep, it's too bad. It is. Uh, Foster Monroe and the Saints agreed to a three-year, $12 million deal after his whole... That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, he, is he clear? Like, he's okay now? That I that I don't know. I think he still has to go through treatments through and stuff, but I think they were just trying to help him out. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Classy yeah. move by the Saints. Yeah. yeah, it is. So, I mean, if he can heal and everything, he's got a three-year deal. Wow. I think $8 million of it's guaranteed. So. Wow. Cool. So... But that's all I got for the breaking news. I'm surprised, Must. I thought there'd be more. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. It's kind of a slow I, news day. I got to yeah. give you credit though. Every week you come up with stuff. So. Yeah, I try. Yeah, to well, find. What, what what about uh, Kream Hunt? The Broncos. That's week, a rumor. Right now. <laughs> a rumor. Oh, what, what about that? We're not here. We're not here to talk. That ain't about news. Rumors. That that's fake news. Yeah, that, that is fake news. <laughs> Some somewhere Javante shaking his no, boots. No, come on. Come on, Kareem, get him. <laughs> well, that no. Uh, I saw the rumor Blake. Willis might not make the 53. I've seen that too. Man, may yeah. not. Don't surprise me. No, me yeah. neither. Yeah, and you know, honestly, I think that for him, I mean, Malik was a project coming in. Yeah. But that probably was the worst landing spot for him in yeah. a non like throwing yeah. offensive offense. Yeah. So, hey, like he, I said, when they did the option with him, I thought, you know, yeah. it was kind of half decent. But right. if he goes maybe to an offensive mind, maybe they can work with him a little bit. At least make him maybe a sustainable. He'll probably be going to the Rocks League here soon. What's that called? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, 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 yeah. XFL. XFL, yeah. yeah. Which, hey, I mean, I didn't make it to the XFL, so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not yeah. trying to shit on the guy. Yeah. That's yeah, better sure. than we are. Yeah. That's I mean, here sure. we're just criticizing everybody that's a professional athlete, <laughs> <laughs> telling them, you know, they're not that good and stuff. <laughs> but, <clears throat> I appreciate you going over that, Moss. Oh, yeah. Like I said, you always find we're good not, stuff. Yeah, like I said, we're not here to spread fake news time. Well, you better hope it ain't fake news. We need to dress we... Moss up as anchor man here next time for the YouTube video. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll do that around Halloween. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, one thing about Musk you got to say, he calls it right down the middle. Yep. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not biased. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that would get a rise out of time. Yeah. But anyhow, we're going to hop in, fellas. We're going to do these court post-NFL draft quarterback and wide receiver buys. So we're all going to have one quarterback each, one wide receiver each. going to change the order up a little bit. Maybe we'll go quarterback, receiver, quarterback, receiver. See what you guys think. We're going to start always, like we always do, over here with the A-train to our right. And who is your first post-NFL draft quarterback by? Another little bit of a funny story. It was somebody else at first, <laughs> then I changed it. I literally did research all morning. Skirt, skirt. And <laughs> I was like... So, if you like this player, you should probably sell him. <laughs> and it was Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Just because of his age and everything. So, But I did switch it up, and it I think Kirk Cousins is a good buy for a contender. I think mm-hmm. we can all kind of agree. But Definitely. 
I'm not doing that. I'm doing Daniel Jones, uh, 25 years old. I thought he took a really huge step forward last year. Looked pretty good. He's quarterback nine in 16 games. Only threw for 15 touchdowns, but only the five interceptions. We know that's something Daniel Jones kind of struggled with for a little bit, throwing interceptions, fumbling the ball. Uh, his head was too big and falling down on long runs and not scoring. <laughs> <laughs> so that play still kind of haunts me. <laughs> well, that was fun. Sure, it haunts him too. <laughs> uh, he did rush for 708 yards and seven touchdowns last year. 5.9 yards per carry. That's quietly close to Josh Allen's numbers on the ground. Allen had 776, 6.16 yards per carry, seven touchdowns in 17 games. So kind of a stat that I was like, wow, that's eerily yeah. close to a guy like Josh Allen. Oh, yeah. Not saying he's Josh Allen, but he was also only thrown to guys like Richie James, Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton. Yeah. He didn't really have anybody. Wandale got hurt. So it'll be nice to see Wandell back this year. Yeah. Maybe he can kind of help contribute. Shepard, too. Yeah, Shepard, you know, being healthy, which it just seems like he's always hurt. Yeah. Kenny Galladay, I mean, he's out of there, thank <laughs> God. <laughs> they do bring in Darren Waller, who I think is going to be excellent for yep. Daniel Jones. I agree. I mean, they bring in also Paris Campbell, who was a former – Was I think he was a first-round pick. Yeah, he, I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah. Yeah. Was it out of Ohio State, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Or a very early second. Yeah, I was going to say, if it's not, it's a very early second. And they draft Jalen Hyatt, who, I mean, could end up being, you know, a big steal here. I mean, I'm not the biggest Hyatt guy, but I do think he's faster than what his 40 gave him. Mm-hmm. He's going to be somebody that can stretch the field and I think will help guys like Darren Waller and even Paris Campbell underneath. Uh, so, I mean, his weapons getting better. Still not great. I would love to see them maybe bring in, like, uh, T. Higgins if he's available next year. Yeah. Uh, and Iuke. I would have been calling about Jerry Judy. I mean, yeah. just somebody, like, to help out. A little more experience. I mean, them, some of them guys did look good. Uh, I mean, my favorite thing that I did see with them is that real high QBR, 60.8, which was six in the league. So. Wow. That's oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that, that really, really improved for him. And I think a big part of that is just Brian Dable. I mean, mm-hmm. he won Coach of the Year. We've seen what he did with Josh Allen in, in Buffalo. So I'm not going to go crazy on Dable here, but before, obviously, we know he's with the Bills. Uh, he was a tight end coach for New England from 2013 to 2016. That was prime Gronk years. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> so that might really help out, like, the whole Darren Waller thing, which therefore helps out uh, Daniel Jones. 2017, he was Alabama's offensive coordinator and quarterback coach. The quarterbacks on the roster were Tua, Jalen Hurts, and Mac Jones. Wow. Uh, so, And then, obviously, he went to the Bills the year after in 2018 with Josh Allen. So another thing that I absolutely love is Jones is tied with the Giants on the four-year Potential out in 25, but that four-year deal. So he's going to be tied there a couple years with Dable, and I think things are only going to get better for the Giants. I really do. Not just saying that because I'm kind of a secret Giants fan. We just need Jones to stay healthy, continue progressing with his arm. I mean, only 15 touchdowns isn't great, but if he can do 25 next year and still run for the same amount, I mean, I love the floor for that. So I think think that, that ground game gives him a pretty safe floor. I expect him to be a quarterback one once again. So, I mean, with the upside of a top, I don't know. I don't want to say top five, but maybe, you know. 
six at the most. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Kirk Cousins was quarterback six yeah, last yeah. year. So I think he's, you know, can beat Kirk Cousins. And you look at it, man, you see the receivers that Kirk has. Yeah. You know, it's like Daniel Jones yeah. hasn't had that luxury. Yeah, he hasn't. And that's honestly why Kirk was my buy. And then right here, 35 years old. But the floor could fall out faster. <laughs> but at the end, I give up a late first if you're contending. If not... Everything I just said, I'd use them to sell to a competitive team. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't use them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know you're an impartial Kirk fan. Yeah. So, so am I. I can't, yeah. I can't lie. The guy puts up numbers year yeah. after year. Yeah. But, you know, like going back to that, you know, he has Jefferson. You know, now he's got Addison. He's got Hawkinson. Kirk does. Right. You know, he had Thielen for so many years. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones has not had that primary target. Now getting Darren Waller. That will help take a step. Yeah. And they just seem like they got a variety of guys. They might not have a true number one, but right. they got a variety of guys that maybe could help fill in some of them voids to get some of them catches. I just feel like he's proven, like, like I look at it. Me and Moss made a trade today. I traded him Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, and uh, Zamir White, right, mm-hmm. for Daniel Jones, which he's kind of banking on upside because he's he what you want it. Not two last year, year two, two years, years ago. ago. So you're trying to yeah. kind of sell yeah. and completely rebuild. But, like, Trey Lance is being drafted over him. Like, man, he's quarterback nine. And that's yeah. the next point I was going to get to you. Like, we've seen him, like, we, we picked him up, like, what, fifth round sometimes? I mean, like, you're, yeah. but, like, even fourth round. Yeah. I think I can talk for all of us here in a super flex draft. Yeah. Especially if you didn't get one of these big-time quarterbacks. Right. I would be more than happy to take him. I, in the I would, round. too. I mean, the only reason why I didn't in other drafts is because I was afraid the Giants weren't going to re-sign him. Yeah. yeah. Now the Giants signed him, it's, you know, wheels up for me. Like, right. that's the best thing that could have happened. Right. And I know, Ty, like, we talked about that, too, like Daniel Jones in the fourth. Like, that seems to be, oh. like, especially, like, if you're in the middle back into that fourth. Yeah. And if he's still there. Yeah. Yep. It's it's two guys that always come to mind in that. It's Pickett and Daniel Jones. Yeah. Them, them two are so low on the list. And really, after that, it's a lot of the older veterans mm-hmm. and then the guys that just aren't very good. So, I, I think both of them are fantastic picks. Right. Like, like some of the questions I have, like, guys that go around them, like, Tua. Yeah. Like, that's close to me just because Tua has Hill, but then you think about the injuries. It's exactly. Like, would you maybe lean Daniel Jones? I, I, I probably would. would yeah. I probably would, too. If it too. wasn't for the injuries, I You're probably, right, yeah. because of his weapons. Yep. But. And the stability with Daniel Jones, because I'm like you. I don't want to keep going back to that point, but with Brian Dable there, it just seems like he knows how to press the right buttons for him. I, I want to take a guy that's not super old that I think with his rushing ability – has this t- has the ability to finish like in that top echelon? Like, mm-hmm. who's a guy in this tier that I could see jumping? It to me, it's Daniel Jones. Like, right? The sky's the sky's the limit. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't ever think he'll be that Patrick Mahomes, like the Jalen Hurts, like up into that tier. But I mean, maybe the tier below. Could he finish like around Herbert? Yeah, I think possibly. I mean, that might be a little aggressive, but and I'm surprised by the rushing numbers. Like what you said about like Josh Allen and him. Like that's yeah, surprised, kind of surprisingly yeah. close. Yeah. So that's I mean, as in fantasy, we look for that stuff. Yeah, one thing yeah. that's interesting to me, I didn't know that he was uh, tied to the Patriots there during Gronk years. Yeah, I mean, even look at Cody Ballinger, like nobody expected. No, he broke out out of nowhere. So Darren Waller might oh, be. Oh, Dan Bell, Dan Ballinger, Dan Ballinger. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah Cody Ballinger. Yeah, or, sorry, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking Dodgers. No, no. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. he kind of broke out out of nowhere. So I think Darren Waller's a great yeah, buy. I yeah, mean, Waller might be a great do you, buy. Do you guys think Jones is? value gets hit a little bit if Saquon holds out for this year I don't think that helps yeah. I don't think it helps at all but I think that they know that and I think they're going to try everything they can to get Saquon on the field 
I think but they have to. If not, I would not be surprised if you see a Kareem Hunt there, yeah. a Fournette, yep. a Zeke. You know, yep. them yep. guys are still available. And I think, I think if you see one of them go to the Giants here before long, that tells a lot. Yeah, oh for sure. You know, yeah. Because I do like Eric Gray. But Eric Gray is, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he's two hundred five pounds and runs a four six four. So, I mean. <laughs> hey, don't worry, he gets the opportunity. You never know. But, no, I'm with you, man. Daniel Jones, I love all the facts you had on that. Yep. And like we talked, if he's there, especially if you didn't get one of these big quarterbacks, if he's there in your fourth round and you need a quarterback, I would pull the trigger on that. Oh, Don't, yeah. even, don't even hesitate. Yeah. yeah. I, well, let's, let's just try one other thing. Would you rather have Daniel Jones or A. Rich? I'd rather have Anthony Richardson. I would, too. Personally. I would, too. I don't know about you guys. You're a little lower. I, I, I would, too. I'd just sell. I'd just trade him. you just trade Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think so, because, like, Ty, I mean, maybe look for it, because the value of him yeah, is so high. So higher, Even if yeah. you're not comfortable with him, the value's too high. Oh, way too high. How about C.J. Stroud? Uh, I'd I rather have Daniel Jones. I'd rather have Daniel yeah. Jones. Yeah. So would I. Stroud. I so would. would I. Uh, Bryce Young. I'd rather have uh, Jones. Jones. too. Yeah, and and, that's, Bryce, and Bryce Young yeah. and Stroud's going second round. That, yeah, in some of these drafts. That's what I mean. I mean, yeah. these guys haven't proven nothing. Yeah. So could you get Daniel Jones plus? You know yeah. what I mean? If right. you had one of them guys, that makes good sense. Like, so. could you get like Daniel Jones in a second? Or yeah. you could know? you even get a first? That'd be, yeah. yeah, if yeah, you I could pull you could. that off, that yeah. would be great. I bet you could. I'd love to get like a Daniel Jones and like a Zach Wilson, Trey Lance kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Try to get two quarterbacks. Try to get a couple quarterbacks. So. Yeah, man, you really like Trey Lance, Moss. I, I don't know. I'm kind of <laughs> but Trey Lance is being drafted over him in some leagues. I, yeah. That's crazy. That's, what's that, crazy that, that's to ludicrous me. to me. Right. That's what's crazy. I, I don't know. Dan- I just wanted to throw that out there. Danny Dimes not getting no respects. We call him Danny Dollars now because he did get paid. He did yeah. get paid. So, Danny right. Quarters. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's it. No, we graduated to quarters. Danny Quarters. So, everyone, I'm telling you, like we mentioned, if he's there, you need a quarterback. I think I'd take him more than some of these unproven guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. especially for a quarterback, too. Yep. Yeah, 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 definitely. We're going to come over here to me. We're going to hop into the receiver pool first with me on this one. And I'm going to go with my post-NFL draft wide receiver by one of my favorite unsung hero-type players. I'm going to go with Christian Kirk, wide receiver Jacksonville Jaguars. I think Christian Kirk's a big winner coming into this season for a lot of reasons. We see Trevor Lawrence progressing Last year, man, he looked really good compared to his first year. I said it really was like he's playing his rookie year this year compared to last year. And, uh, man, you know, if things, the ball would have bounced right a couple different ways, they had a chance to beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead. So, yeah, Trevor Lawrence, I think, is you're going to see a big jump with Jacksonville this year. I'm trying to get in early on some of these teams. Jacksonville's one of them specifically. But they're bringing in now Calvin Ridley, and I think a lot of people are getting scared off Christian Kirk. I'm not scared at all. The big thing is, I think this helps Kirk more than it hurts him. Mm-hmm. You got a big time target coming into Jacksonville. He had nobody there with him last year, other than Evan Ingram playing at the tight end position, which you know we all know he's hot and cold. Mm-hmm. But you know he's getting a legitimate you know receiving threat to help him open up more. He's played this role before. We've seen it with the Arizona Cardinals. You don't you know he wasn't the alpha there, but he's just such a high volume, high catch guy. And it just seems like Trevor Lawrence has such a chemistry with him. Yeah. And he finished wide receiver 11 last year. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, all the people like we all, I always laugh about this. They laughed about him getting that kind of money. Now it's starting to look like a value deal. Oh, yeah. yeah. For Jacksonville. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so, he said he was going to prove everybody wrong, and he, he did. did. Yep, he, he did. did. And, and I think now what you're going to see is, like, 
we always want to get into these Kansas cities, these Buffaloes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, Jacksonville's this, this team that's on the doorstep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you can get Christian Kirk for a first round pick, I'm doing it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to go super high. I mean, we're not going to go top four or anything like that. But if I could get him, you know, anywhere probably from the six to twelve range for a first, I'm taking it because this receiver class, I just don't have as good a feeling about right. in the first round. I think there's better value in the second round with guys like we like Jaden Reed, right. Rasheed Rice. Mm-hmm. So if you need a bona fide receiving threat that you know you can trust and you feel comfortable with, I think he's the guy. Twenty six years old, he's got probably three or four four good years left in him. Love it. Like I said, the high octane offense in Jacksonville. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I think Christian Kirk, listen, he's he's not somebody that's a sexy pick. Like, no, no. He's, he's not. not somebody you're like, oh, I got Christian Kirk. I just got him in a best ball today. Like, I love Christian Kirk this year. Yeah. I think Ridley's going to open a lot of stuff up, and he's kind of a main slot guy. He is. And Trevor Lawrence just loves to target this guy. I mean, I'm looking at the playoffs here. 14 targets in both their playoff games. Yep. Christian Kirk won me some money in, in uh, drafting. <laughs> yeah, that's so. right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, though, I love the guy. I mean, he's a touchdown machine last year. How many touchdowns did he have as well? Oh, quite a few. I know, like, like that eight. was... Eight. I mean, that's pretty good for he right. mainly in the slot. It yeah. is. Evan Ingram hasn't signed a franchise tag either. So that could even be more targets if he were to hold out. Yeah. Evan Ingram hasn't been able to stay healthy either. Last year was one of his only years kind of mainly been healthy since, what, his rookie year? That's yep. exactly. So, I mean, and it's, a, a it's, guy like Lawrence who just seems to ascend, ascend, I mean, you're going to see him peppered with targets again, and he's going to be the guy that everybody's like, sell Christian Kirk, sell Christian Kirk. What can you get him for, a late first, it, early second? And yeah. everyone's scared of Calvin Ridley at the moment. There's people taking Calvin Ridley yeah. over Christian Kirk. Yeah, We're in that and West we haven't draft. seen him play football. I know. And, and he's old. I mean, Calvin Ridley's older than Christian yeah, Kirk. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, so that really don't make much sense to me either. No. Yeah, you see a guy that's heavily favored by the quarterback, a go-to target that he knows he can trust. Yeah. And like Andy said, Evan Ingram, I think, is more of a threat to Christian Kirk's target share than Calvin Ridley is. Yeah. Right. And I really think Calvin Ridley will help because some, there were some games when Jacksonville would come up against some better teams. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he kind of got shut down a little bit more. But whenever they could just focus all their emphasis on him, right, it made it a little easier. But now with Calvin Ridley coming in, yeah, I mean, I mean, I still, I think he's going to finish right around the same. I mean, yeah, I, I just, I'm buying Jacksonville. Yeah, I'm, me too. I'm buying me the too. hype. Now, like to me, Christian Kirk just reminds me of like a Robert Woods. Yeah, not a sexy yep. pick. Always going to finish right around that. High end, mid end, you know, wide receiver too. So yeah, I love it, man. If yep. you're a contender and you're one receiver away from possibly winning a Super Bowl, I would rather gamble on Christian Kirk than like Zay Flowers or Quentin Johnston. Yeah, that's yeah. just how I feel. Yeah, I mean, and it's the right process, really. I mean, what's Zay gonna? I mean, I, I like Zay, but right. I mean, really, if he finishes, you know, wide receiver. 11 or what did Kirk finish 11 11? yeah yeah I mean you're like holy shit yeah Yeah. Yeah. that's it and and again he's only 26 so it's not like he's an older guy no he's not that old either you're still going to get good value for him where you what with what you spend whether it be an early second late first mid first like I said if you just don't feel comfortable with this receiver class like I do 
I think that's just someone you can put your, your chips on, and I feel comfortable with it. And, and I think the amount of money that Kirk got on that deal shows a lot that Jacksonville truly believes in this guy. Yeah. They're going to use him. They don't want people to be like, wow, what a bad deal. Yep. Like, they want to prove that, hey, we gave this guy the money for a reason. We believe in him. And it further represents really the fact that they really didn't bring in any pass catchers during the draft. You yeah. know, that wasn't yeah. their main focus. Like, they they feel good with what they have. Yeah. And they should because it worked out well with Kirk last year. Now you add in Ridley. If they can get Evan Ingram taken care of to a degree, mm-hmm. I'd say sky's the limit. Trevor Lawrence, he's taking the step. I mean, I think this year he could be low-key one of the best players in the league. Oh, yeah. I yeah. agree. Yep. So, really like Jacksonville. I'm buying the hype. We're going to cruise on over here to Ty. We're going back to the quarterback pool. Ty, your first post-NFL draft quarterback buy. Yeah, I, I have Kenny Pickett. and I'm not being biased here just from what I've seen last year. People are way too low on Kenny. He showed really promising signs last year. His stat line wasn't very good, but I think it was like seven touchdowns, nine interceptions. But uh, he did a lot of good things. I mean, you could just tell. that this, He's so accurate when he needs to be. He's a clutch player, and they're building everything around him. Uh, he, had, he had quite a few interceptions last year uh, compared to touchdowns, but a lot of them were tips. And just just drops by the receiver and Hail Mary. One was a Hail Mary. Yeah. So I mean, some of them were on Kenny. You can't take that away from him. But a lot of them were a little fluky. Um, he had a terrible O line. He's getting chased around all year. Uh, really, really tough schedule. So you got to factor in all that kind of stuff. Coming in the new year, they bring in Broderick Jones, who's we're thinking going to be an absolute beast. And uh, Nick Sumalo from Philadelphia, and if anything from Philadelphia's O line is gold right now. So um, the run game's going to be better, and that's going to be be able to open Kenny up a little bit, maybe even get him to uh, get out of the pocket and run. I know last year he had the best the best completion percentage uh, when 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 he's being blitzed. So that's really impressive too. George Pickens, I'm a big George Pickens guy. I think he's going to be an absolute stud this year. And now he's got a third third receiver in Allen Robinson, who I think is going to be really good. And then on top of that, Darnell Washington's coming in. He's either going to be a blocker or he could even help in the passing game. So Yeah, I really love the Kenny Pickett buy as yeah, well. I do too. Because yeah, I do too. I agree with you, Ty. We watch a lot of these games because, you know, Steelers are our team. We watch them. I mean, a lot of these interceptions – were a lot of tips, a lot of fluky, mm-hmm. like Ann said, Hail Mary type stuff. You know, but there was instances too where he was just trying too hard. I mean, they were trying to put a lot on a young quarterback when we had no running game. But you look what they did. Look what Omar Khan did. Bringing in all these hogs up front. You know, we really addressed the offensive line, which I think was a big problem for not just Kenny Pickett, but the whole team. Then you bring in Allen Robinson, a veteran receiver that can help out in that regard. Darnell Washington could be the steal of the tight end class, getting him in the third round like they did. So really love, like, Kenny Pickett's upside. Like, I think, like, a lot of people are sleeping on him. And again, like Daniel Jones, he offers rushing yards, too. Yeah, yeah. He is mobile. Yeah, he is. And I think people forget that. But, I mean, I love it. I mean, what do you guys think? One thing about Kenny here as I'm looking, and I remember hearing the stat, and I can't credit where it was. It might even been an announcer. But after the bye week, he only threw one interception. Yeah. Yeah, and you got to remember Trevor Lawrence's rookie year, man. He threw like a qu- I don't know how many, but yeah, he didn't look quite good. a few, quite a few interceptions. I mean, whenever you're coming into the league, everything's faster. I mean, he's supposed to be the golden boy 
Yeah. Like everybody, you know, everything Trevor Lawrence, which I do love Trevor Lawrence now, but it's a little bit scary year one. I mean, and I think you can see the same thing. You can see Pickett maybe not go into the Lawrence tier, but take that big step. Yeah. Like they got weapons. They got offensive line help. I mean, Washington's going to help. So I I really love the Kenny Pickett buy, and I think you could see him easily finish as a as a mid to top tier quarterback too. See, that's what I was just gonna say. I could see him going from like quarterback twelve to eighteen. Yeah, and I think that would be a huge. step. Oh, that'd be a huge step for yeah. him. Huge step for him. And with the rushing upside, if the touchdowns come, we could see him in the upper tier. Like, yeah. Yeah, and great quarterback too. Yeah, and I love his attitude too. Yeah, yeah. I do too. you know yeah. all the stuff you hear about him. He works hard. I remember them saying about the Super Bowl. They asked him like on media day. He was at the Super Bowl. They said, "You go into the game, Kenny." He said, "No, because I want to be the, here when I lead us here." Yeah, you know. So like his attitude's correct. Like yeah. I, I love it. Like you, he does care, and I think he's going to work on his craft and get better. But yeah, Omar Khan. The big thing is here, hats off to him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I really think he's done a great job with our team. And all in all, I think that's going to help Pickett take the next step because I think he's going to be more comfortable. He's going to have more time. And like you said, Najee Harris, another guy we're high on. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I kind of like the dog in him, you know? Like, yeah, like I do that, too. When that man. Bills guy hit him late and he got up and shoved him. That was Demar Hamlin. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know who that yeah, was. Yeah. They were teammates too. In yeah. That pit. Yeah. Yep. And it just shows his competitiveness. Right. You know? yeah. It yeah. really does. I love the Kenny Pickett by Ty. It's a good too. one. That's a low-key yep. one. Love the rushing upside, too. We're going to go over here to Muss. We're going to hop into the receiver pool with him. Muss, your first post-NFL draft receiver by. Who is it? All right, I got the Traylon Burks. He's uh, currently 23 years old. Um, coming out of college, he checked all the boxes for me. I mean, he had the size, speed, college production. He had the draft capital. But uh, he, he didn't have a very good rookie year. He only played 11 games. Uh, you know, injury riddled. And for a couple of them games, he had Josh Dobbs and Malik Willis throwing the ball. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually, tough. That's tough for anybody. I, yeah, I actually wrote down Malik Willis in eight games at 276 yards and no touchdowns. Yeah. Jeez. So I don't know. I didn't do any research on how many games Traylon was actually healthy for Malik's games, but that's terrible. Yeah, that's not good. So, I mean, the situation can only go up with them drafted Will Levis. I mean, Ryan Tannehill – isn't what he used to be, but he still isn't no slouch. Um, and then they were 29th in the league with 26.8 pass attempts per game. So, I mean, right, he wasn't getting many targets. Well, he did lead in target share, but he wasn't getting many targets. It's not a lot, yeah. Right. So they are a very first or very run first offense, and they have Derrick Henry currently. I everybody knows all the rumors, situations, and everything around that. But anytime you have Derrick Henry, you're gonna your yeah. offense is going to run through him. Right. So, um, I mean, in my opinion, he definitely has room to grow. Yeah. And right now, his ADP is wide receiver 29. Yeah, that's so, too low. That's, that's way too low. low. <laughs> I mean, wide receiver 1, 23 years old. Worst wide receiver room probably in the league. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and I, they yeah, didn't draft there. anybody. They didn't. No, they drafted a seventh rounder that I honestly, yeah. I couldn't even tell you who it was. So, right. and uh, right, I was looking, Pickens and Ayuk are ahead of them in ADP. I know you're a big Pickens guy, but I, I think Burks is better than Pickens and Ayuk. Yeah. I think, I think they're, I think they're close on both of them, but I mean, target wise, who else did they have? Like Kyle Phillips and Naid, whatever. Westbrook, Akeem, Westbrook yeah, Akeem, I don't, yeah. yeah. So like, even though they're a run heavy offense, 
I mean, can you not see him not getting 100 targets if he's healthy? Like, easily, he yeah. should get 100 targets. Yeah, he should get, what, 30% of the target? Yeah, I, it, you would think. Yeah, and I'm so I'm guessing if he gets, let's say, 100 targets and he catches 80 balls, like, you know, 110 targets, yeah, 80 balls. Here, here's an interesting uh, stat, too. He has 12.4 yards per target. That's higher than Waddle, Metcalf, and Higgins. Yeah. And then 5.4 yards after the catch was – uh, 12th in the NFL. See, when, when I scouted Burks, I said he might be a little bit of a project guy. Like, I remember we talked about this, TJ. Like, yep. he, I wanted to see him kind of used as, like, a Debo. Like, I kind of yeah. want to see him get some reverses and stuff. And I hope they do that. Like, I hope year two is his breakout year. I would easily give a give a 23, let's see, 110. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. One nine. I mean, I'd rather have him over Zay Flowers uh, I'd rather have him over Quentin Johnson. I, yeah, me personally, Addison would be close. I think. I think that's where it gets real close. Yeah, that for would me. be close. I'd rather probably have JSN. Yeah, and then, yeah, then, sure. then Addison would be real close. But. Yeah, and that's that's like going back to what I said about Christian Kirk. It's the same thing. Like if you don't feel comfortable, I'd rather have Traylon Burks and yeah. them guys anywhere from like one seven to one twelve. Yeah. yeah, I'm yep. completely mm-hmm. fine with that. And, yeah, me too. And, and like you said, you know, it's such an athlete, like. I like what you said about, like, get the ball in his hands. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. for Tennessee, you got to find creative ways right. to do that. And really, I'm really liking the buy of Traylon Burks because what is Will Levis? He's throw it down the field. Yeah. What yep. is Traylon Burks? He loves to go down the field. So, yeah. it could be a pretty match made in heaven. Ryan Tannehill's clock's ticking. Yeah. I mean, we all know Levis is going to get the keys to the car here soon. Yeah. It's just it, how soon. And Vrabel's a bit of, like... I feel like he has that old Patriot in him where, like, young guys might not play as much. Yeah. So we didn't see a lot of Burks. Right. So I think we're going to see way more Burks this year. I mean, I know he struggled with health and everything like that. But towards the end of the season, you did see him a lot. I mean, he had the eight-target game, you know, four for 66. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think we're definitely going to see him. And I think we're going to end up seeing him used in some wide receiver, like, pot pat, like the little – Shuffle, shuffle plays, yeah. shuffle yeah. plays, yeah, and five point four yards after catch. I mean, that's, that's yeah, that's good, and that's what I seen. Get the ball in his hands in and, college. Get the ball in his hands and let him work. And I mean, he's six two, two twenty five. He's has that alpha, you know, yeah. type body type. So. Yeah, and there's none of those really in the draft this year outside no. of JSN. So no. that's your kind of prototype receiver. Yep. And I caught a lot of Titans games down the stretch because I think since they were in it, like they were more on primetime TV. Right. So, like, one thing I will say that I noticed, it seemed like he got better as the year went on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah. so that's another thing to hang your hat on. Yep. But I really like the Traylon Burks by, and like Andy said, I think, like, the target hogginess of it. Yeah. The only other person that can maybe stop him is a Conquo as far as targets, but he's yeah. just a tight end. Everybody's so. still holding on to Kyle Phillips. I mean, Traylon Burks is way better than right. Kyle yeah. Phillips. Right. Like, I mean, let's just be honest. And I think... For them not to draft a receiver, even though it's a little bit weaker of a class. They didn't even draft like a an Xavier Hutchinson or anything. So that speaks wonders. They must really like this guy. Yeah. They must figure they're good. Yeah. Yep. We're going to go over here to Ann now. We're going to come back over his way. We're going to go jump, jump into the receiver pool with him. And your post-NFL draft receiver by, who do you have? It's actually another guy from that class, and it's Christian Watson. 23 years old, finished as wide receiver 41 last year in 14 games. He was hurt for a stretch. Week two, he played 32%. Week four, 25%. Week five, 29%. 
Week 8, 9%. Week 9, 23. Week 16, 38. So you could just tell he wasn't right for a while. Right. So really, it's not even the 14 games. I I, kind of just look at it as pretty much the first nine weeks, he just wasn't right. But from week 10 to 18, he was wide receiver one four times. And week 18, he was wide receiver 13. So the highest wide receiver two you could be. I love his size and speed. I mean, 6'5", 208. He was a guy out of North Dakota State who Lance was throwing to that just stood out to me. And you get a little bit scared because it's a smaller school, but when he went to the combine and tore it up, I just knew. Like, he fit in. Right. I got scared because of the drops. He had the big drop against Minnesota. I think that was week one. Yeah, it was early. It was early. Yeah, it was real early. I'm like, shit. (laughs) And everybody was just blowing Dobbs, and it's like, ah, Dobbs ain't it. Yeah. Yeah, you did call it. Yeah, I, I just... I don't know. I've just never been a Dobbs guy. But uh, week 12 against Philly, when Love did start, he went four for 110 and a touchdown, which Love only threw for 113 yards. 110 of it went to Watson (laughs) against Philly. So basically he caught everything from Love that game. Uh, Love should be looking more towards Watson. I mean, I know we really like Jaden Reed. I know I really like Luke Musgrave. I think a lot of us here like Musgrave as well. Yeah. But they are rookies, so I'm projecting him right around 135 targets for next year, which I I think that's pretty good. I mean, I think, and I think I could definitely happen for him. Some of the downside, though, I just want to see him stay healthy. I mean, him not being healthy, hopefully that's not a reoccurring thing. Uh, we don't know how good Jordan Love is. I mean, I know we like him and like Love's upside, but it still is a little bit of a question. So, right, which I I don't think he can be much worse than Rodgers from last year. Rodgers was you know older, <laughs> didn't do the best. No veterans are present. Lazard's gone. Uh, he's a part of the Jets crew with Cobb. And, <laughs> uh, the, the- Robert Tanyan's gone, so he's gonna have to really step up. So. I mean, yeah, it's good from a target perspective, but you don't have them veterans telling you like, "Hey, man, you got to do this, you got to do that." Like that's going to help you. So I think the upside's there. He's a player that I've liked, and uh, I'm just excited to see him get the target share and kind of get the keys to the offense. And hopefully, he can take advantage of it. Yep. And another guy, and, and I'm, we're going to keep stressing this with these receivers. This is another guy that we all believe. Hey, you know what? If you don't like Quentin Johnson, if you don't like Zay Flowers, yeah, and you have an opportunity to get he, a guy like I, this. I would take him over Addison too. Would I you? Would, would yeah, you? I would. Yeah, it would be real close for me. But I mean, like you know, this this receiver class just wasn't near as good as people hyped it up to be. Like mm-hmm. when twenty three started, yeah, you know, like everyone's twenty three, twenty twenty three, twenty three. Well, now it's kind of like, okay, right. even the running backs kind of took a little bit of a hosing in that class. You yeah, know, as yeah. good as it was. Yeah, but. All in all, same principle. I would easily be willing to give up a mid-first for Christian Watson if I needed receiver help. He is a big play guy. Yeah. And I really like what Green Bay's doing, man. I I, I just I really love it. And that's why we're going to hop in over here to me now. I'm going to go right back at you here. My quarterback post-NFL draft buys, Jordan Love. A couple reasons. Going back to what Andy said earlier about the players they added. They added two tight ends. They added Tucker Kraft. They added Luke Musgrave. Really like both of them players. I think that's a nice pickup. Absolutely love Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed's one of, you know, if you watch this show, you listen to us, he's someone we've been high on through the whole process. He got really good draft capital, them picking him in the second round. So they bring him in. 
They still got Romeo Dobbs, who I do believe that Jaden Reed will overtake this year at some point. I think that's his job. It's going to be only a matter of time. But still a serviceable player. And then you add in Christian Watson to that mix. Mm -hmm. I mean, a big play guy. I don't know. I just really like what the Packers are doing. And I like these dual-threat quarterbacks for fantasy. You know, I mean, Jordan Love can move around. He's not a statue. Yeah. Just like Daniel Jones. Just like Kenny Pickett. I mean, we look for these extra points. And I don't know. I mean, I'm willing to gamble a first on Jordan Love. I'm not going to go too high. I'm not going to give away a top, top pick. Right. But if I could get him for a first, I'm willing to gamble because in Dynasty, it's a young player. You take a shot in the dark. It could really pay off for you. Yeah. I mean, he did look semi-decent when he did come in and play against the Eagles. And the Eagles are a tough team. Mm-hmm. So I think there's only room to improve. I do like Matt LaFleur's style offense. I think he's a really good offensive mind. Not quite on the level of like a Dable or someone like that. Right. But you look, when Rodgers had them MVP years, he was the coach. Yeah. So it was his offense. So And and two, Aaron Jones, old reliable, still there. Yep. A.J. Dillon, if you need a tough yard, I know it's Ty's favorite player. Yeah. <laughs> he, can, he can still get you a yard if you need it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you can't deny, he he's... Rodgers is a Hall of Famer. I oh, mean, yeah. He oh, is. So yeah. he got to play behind a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. How much did Rodgers show him? I don't know because I think he's a little salty of them using the first-round <laughs> pick on him. Yeah. <laughs> so he might have taught him all the wrong things, but I'm going to say he's a good guy and taught him the right things. <laughs> no, but in a short amount of time, whenever he came out, I know when we scouted him, we said sometimes he throws a ball that I'm like, wow, what a throw. And sometimes it's in the second row of the seats, and you're like, what the fuck was he doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just how he played. So I think taking a little bit of time and them setting was the best thing that could happen for him. Yep. And I think I would definitely be willing to gamble a Quentin Johnson, a Flowers, uh, yeah. even a Will Levis. I think I would still gamble on love. I mean. Yeah. Just because of the structure of the team. Yeah, I like the structure situation. of the team. I like the coach. I like that they brought him in help, like right off the bat. And whenever you have a bunch of young guys like this, it's not as much pressure on a guy like Love. Like, right. He's not throwing to like some Hall of Famer or like somebody like Stephon Diggs or something that's going to get mad. Odell. Like, Odell. The, yeah, they did that yeah. with Baker. So like somebody that's going to put a lot of stress on him. Like, I think you're going to see a heavy dose of Aaron Jones. Yep. You're going to see some nice, simple, short stuff. And hopefully you can just take advantage of it, man. Like, right. I really like the buy. Yeah, me and it just goes back to like I just trust Green Bay too. They're one of yeah. them. They're one of them teams that I always feel good. Like okay, they they're a well run organization. They're going to do a lot of the right things to help him out. Yeah, so that's how I feel. I would gamble. I've always said I'm low key in on them after the draft. Really like what they did. Yeah, but we're going to go over here to Ty. Going to hop into the receiver pool with him. Ty, your post NFL draft wide receiver buy. Who do you have? Yeah, really disappointing player last year, but I got Gabe Davis. Uh, he actually had a solid—I mean, a solid year, real sneaky. Forty-eight catches, eight hundred and thirty-six yards, and seven touchdowns. But we really expected a lot more out of him. I mean, he was really garnering a lot of a lot of value last year. So I think I'm going to gamble and say that people are going to be a little discouraged with what he did last year. Maybe might give him away for, I don't know what you guys think his value could be at the moment. Cause I really haven't seen many trades involving him, but uh, I feel like this, if, if he's going to go off, I think this could be his year. They didn't bring a receiver in at the draft. They very well could have, but they went tight end and Dalton Kincaid, which that's interesting. Cause they already have Dawson Knox and they signed him to a contract. So they're obviously pretty happy at their receivers and, 
Singletary's gone. James Cook's the running back now, and he's more of a pass catcher. So maybe they'll throw the ball even more. Who knows? But uh, I just think I think Gabe Davis, if he's going to go off, this is his year. If you can get him for the right value, I yeah. think I think honestly, you could probably get him for a second now. Yeah, second, oh, third. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I think you could have him for a second. I don't know about a third. I mean, a lot of people with that Buffalo offense will probably still be like, oh, I'll just hold on to him, you know. Yeah. But finished receiver thirty six last year. I mean, it wasn't good, but it wasn't like horrific either. Right. Right. I mean, he had he's like a splashy player. Gabe. Now, does Kincaid scare anybody? Because I mean, they're, they're gonna. It does. I mean, me they paid put him in the slot. Exactly. That's what I'm worried about. Because they paid Knox, but they also got rid of McKenzie. So that kind of. I, I. I mean, I just think Gabe Davis is what he is. I mean, he's probably more reliable to your fantasy team than what he's even worth. Like, right? You know, like if you get a second for him. The only thing, if you give a 24 second, would you rather have Rasheed Rice or Jaden Reed? Like. If I can get him for a third, I think he's more of a throw-in piece. You know what I mean? I can yeah. see that. Yeah. I think he's more of a guy that's like, oh, just give me Gabe Davis. Like, you know, he's in he's in one of the best offenses in the league. Yeah, yeah. His first half, he he looked real real good, and then I, that just really the whole Bills offense kind of just went downhill from there. And there was rumors about Josh Allen and his girlfriend <laughs> and the whole like Stephon Diggs blow up on the side. I did see, and that. it was something about like did Josh Allen get somebody pregnant or something. Yeah. Or, I don't know. It's Apparently a bunch that of shit happened. that we don't really know. Apparently the shit hit the fan like the day before that playoff game. I heard that, that too. That's why Diggs was flipping out on the sidelines. Yep. So it, in honest, in honestly too though, like I really like this approach though. Yeah. Buy the dip on Gabe because it's oh, so yeah. low right now. He's only 24. Yeah, he's only yeah. 24. It's so low right now. And he's such a streaky player. Mm-hmm. If he comes out and he does, like, you know, what he could do, and yeah. he could get, like, around that top 15 echelon, yeah. right? I mean, you could sell him for probably a good amount. Oh, yeah. We, we were saying to buy him for a first. And, like, and yeah. Over one playoff game. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those, I think, if you're on the clock in the third, maybe you can get him for that third. I mean, I'm with Andy. I mean, a second... Depending on who's on, like, right. where the second is. If it's a later second, then hell yeah, second, I, I'm yeah. about it. But. Later second, earlier third. And but, yeah, throw them on there. I mean, if, like you said, 301 or something. Oh, yeah. Somebody's like, oh, shit, this guy fell. You get Gabe Davis, hell yeah. Yeah, I'm all for it. And, two, also, I mean, like, I've noticed, too, I don't know how you guys, we've done so many rookie drafts, and we're still doing them right now. Yeah. But it seemed like when they first started, Rasheed Rice and Jaden Reed were more towards that back half of the second round. Starting to come up some. Now mm-hmm. I'm starting to see him from, like, 2-4, two, 2-3, two, two, yeah. I've seen him even sneak into the back into the first, Rasheed. Yeah, yeah. So. It, it's, yeah, it's like the book's out now. So yeah. I'm with you guys. Like, if it's, like, probably anywhere from 2-7, two, 2-8, two, yeah. I would feel good about it. Because I'm sure them guys will probably be gone. I think a good move to make too would be like maybe a veteran like like if you're not competing, would you give up Mike Evans for him or something? Like I think you could get plus. Right. Yeah, could you like, give up like Mike Evans and get Gabe in a third or something? Yeah, or Gabe yeah. in a second. Like you could try it. I think it's a great throw in piece. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. That yeah, would be I interesting. I give up Mike Evans straight up for him. Yeah, I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. But, I mean, that, that is good strategy, though. I mean, yeah. you're, you're looking ahead. Mike Evans got, what, maybe a year or two left? Right. You mm-hmm. know, and if you could get a third or a second on top of that. Yeah. yeah. I think I might do that. That's pretty interesting. So, really like it. I really like Ty's idea on that. That's buying a dip. That's a guy that could be streaky. It could take off. So, I really like it. Mm-hmm. We're going to go over here to Muss, and it's the last one. Muss, we're going to the quarterback pool. Your post-NFL draft quarterback buy, who do you have? 
Um, this is a guy that I wasn't really high on up until the NFL draft was over, and that's Desmond Ritter. I, I honestly, I honestly thought he was going to be replaced. I thought they were going to draft somebody, or you know, then they would, they were supposedly in the Lamar Jackson hunt, but like supposedly Atlanta came out and said that they never called Baltimore about getting Lamar. Hmm. So like that to me speaks like they're either in on this guy or they're just kicking the ball down the field, I guess. But, <laughs> but right now he's his ADP's quarterback thirty one. There's thirty two teams in the yeah. league. I mean they're they're just starting quarterbacks out there that I'd take Ritter over. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Um but they were a top fifteen scoring offense last year, which I found that interesting. And they were a top three running team. But now they add a healthy Kyle Pitts. They're adding Bijan Robinson, which Bijan Robinson should open up that passing attack. Um, Ryan Tan, I actually have wrote down Ryan Tannehill's best year as a quarterback was 2019, 2020, and that was with uh, Derrick Henry plowing the league. Mm-hmm. So a good run, a running attack will definitely open up and help Ritter. Uh, they drafted a second round guard, Matt Bergeron. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's how you say it. Syracuse. Name. Yep. Yep. So I mean that should help bolster that line. That line was already good, yeah, but it'll you know help. Um, and then I looked up his RAS score was a nine point six two. Like he's athletic as hell. His his uh, speed grade was elite. Wow, they just never ran him. Yeah, and I don't know why because <laughs> Brights are handing the ball off every. <laughs> well, yeah, but like I mean, you think if you're a run first team, you'd run your quarterback, but you know. <laughs> not Arthur Smith. But I actually saw, and it surprised me. I, I was, I didn't have him ranked as number one, but some experts ranked Ritter as the number one 2022 quarterback coming <laughs> really? out. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, that's a little high. But. That's a little high, but that's something to consider. Like I said, I mean, them just not drafting, you know, they had the opportunity to trade up. Right. They didn't, I guess, make any phone calls to try to trade up. They, did, they didn't take Will Levis. Yeah. They could have took Will Levis. They could have even took Hooker. Yeah. They didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think he's a super good gamble as a quarterback two or quarterback three. And you, how many starting quarterbacks that are 23 years old can you trade for in a super flex and not give up a first? Yeah, I 100% agree. Because, I mean, I traded him in one super flex league for Rashad Bateman straight up. Wow. Like, uh, <laughs> and, then, and then a 24 first and a 24 – or tw- yeah, 23 third. You got him for a 23 third? Or no. So I traded a 24 first, uh-huh. and then I got a 23 third and red or back. Red or back. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, you don't even have to give up a full first. Right. The, the only scary thing with me is Ritter. I mean, I, I with his value there, it's fantastic. But, like, is this his, like, chance to be the guy, and then they yeah. just run the ball all year, and then right. he's out the door? See, I, and I could see that. But, like, I think for that gamble, for the price, I mean, he could easily be a quarterback two or a quarterback three. And it's yeah. super flex. Yeah, and he's, he, he's going to provide value. And I love this rushing upside, like you were saying. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize he was that athletic. I didn't either until I looked it up, and I was like, wow. Now, Ritter, to me, is somebody that I think a lot of people slept on. And I, and I said even before the process, like, feel like he's pretty safe yeah i feel like he would survive the draft like i was more worried about lamar than it was any of these quarterbacks for them not to even take a hooker i mean they bring in taylor heineke we know what taylor heineke is he's just kind of average now i think i think ritter will definitely win that job and that last super flex i got him at the nine one wow that's pretty late for a guy that's gonna start you know i'd rather have him over sam howell I yeah. Mean, oh yeah. yeah. Baker, a lot of Mayf- people. I, like I'm just yeah, sitting I'd here trying to think of like, yeah, 
That's what I'm trying to do as well. So, yeah. hey, Bruce Arians said Baker would have been graded above any quarterback in this draft for him. Did you see that? <laughs> no, yeah, he, he said, said that, that. Oh. in this year's draft. <laughs> and I don't think they're really in the Caleb Williams sweepstake because no, they're too. not that bad. And then they're taking guys like Bijan, so I think they really feel like they're going to compete in that division. So. Yeah, and I mean he's got a nice young supporting cast. I mean Drake London, yeah, Kyle I mean, Pitts, and then Bijan. now Bijan. Yeah, and that division's wide open. I mean, yeah, let's be honest. I yeah. mean, like it's anybody's ball game. I would say my gut says I would favor probably the Saints. Yeah, just yeah. because you know of everything that they have, the kind of way they're built. But all in all, like I think anybody has a shot at it. Yeah, yeah. I do too. Yeah. And mm-hmm. honestly, like I like that. And like that's the point of this show, guys. Like we're going post NFL draft. We're looking at like the winners, like the people that survived. Yeah. and thrived. Yep. Not just the people that survived, but like, okay, what did you add to help? Mm-hmm. You know, is there anything that like improved? And it's not even just post NFL draft; it's like post free agency, mm-hmm. kind of after last season. Like, how's things change? How are we feeling? You know, like, yeah, we're feeling good about these guys. Like, if you can get them for a fair price, all the guys we mentioned, I think you're well served to do it. Yeah, I do too. I I I really like that buy. Yeah, so I was just sitting here thinking. You know, I, I'm in a league. Like that league that we just made that trade in. I got Aaron Rodgers. Would you trade Aaron Rodgers for him? Oh yeah, yeah. If you're not competing, yeah, hell yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I even like a move like that. Like if you have Stafford, yeah. Like if that's you what have I mean. Stafford, try to get back thirty-one. Like mm-hmm. that's just crazy to me. And two, like I mean, you know how it is. Like if you're a rebuilder and you're approaching a contender, if someone look what the Jets gave up for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you could say, give me a second and Ritter. I mean, someone would probably do it if they needed to win. See, and I would rather try to trade one of these older guys that aren't going to be around long like Rodgers for him because, and then you could use your first to go somewhere else. Like, cause, yeah. like we're using first on guys like Zach Wilson who just didn't pan out. Like, right. I mean, I think this could be the gamble. It might be the right move. Yeah. Who, who would you rather have, Ritter or Mac Jones? Oh, Ritter. Ritter. Yeah. What about Ritter or Will Levis? It's Ooh. close to me. Yeah, that would be close. Because, probably, because probably Ritter. In, in our draft, I took Levis over Ritter. Yeah, That's th- super close. I think I'd rather have Levis. Yeah, it's man. because I don't. I just I I'm like Ty. Like I I really agree with what you're saying, Moss. Like yeah. I really like. Like, oh, yeah. The fact that you're getting them where he, you're getting them in the yeah. prices he, you can get them for. Even coming out of the, that draft, he was my second quarterback in that yeah. draft. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. we, we didn't like Malik mm-hmm. coming out. Yeah, right. so, like, we feel good about Like, I, I really like what you're doing. But, like, with Levis, I just feel like he has more of an opportunity. Ceiling. Yeah. yeah. He's and more, got more of a ceiling. Yeah, and he has more of a chance of opportunity. Because I'm like, Ty, like, the only thing that's scary with Ritter is if they just come in and hand it off nine million times. They go four and like thirteen, and yeah, try yeah. to get Caleb Williams or something. How how about Geno Smith? Oh, I'd rather have Ritter. I yeah. would too because I mean, unless oh, you're competing, yeah, if for you're sure. Competing, I think Geno's a great buy. That, yeah, that, that that's just the scary part. If they suck this year, yeah. because Arthur Smith is is not a good coach. No, they, they, right. they get they they get um, Caleb Williams or um, or Drake May. May. Not, yeah, yeah, Drake May probably scares me more. Caleb Williams. There's some bad teams. Yeah, there's yeah, a bad team. There is. Yeah, see, I think in the NFC, I think they're going to win enough games where they're not. And the, the only right. thing is, they could trade up, but they well, could trade up or maybe call about. You think? They, I mean, you think they maybe would they call like about Trey Lance or like yeah. you know what I mean? But they didn't. Right. They didn't this year at least yet. Yeah. <laughs> and Trey Lance is like, I mean, now that the Lamar stuff's done. Yeah. Like he's the biggest wild card out there. Yeah. Because it's like, what's San Francisco going to do? I mean. I mean, they can do whatever. Like they're they're so set. Like they can just sit on them. But yeah, mm-hmm. they could trade them in any minute, and it's like it could just change everything. Yeah. yeah. 
So that is something to watch out for. But I really like the Logic Moss. Yeah, I do That's too. really yeah. good to get that out there. Yeah. Because if you can get them for them prices and get them that late in a draft, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's really good. Yep. But this is going to wrap up the uh, post-NFL draft receivers quarterback buy show. Like I said, guys, these are guys we just have really good feelings about. They survived the draft. They survived uh, the, the free agency period. They've gotten help. They not only survived, they thrived. That's what I say. They yeah. got more help. I think things are looking up for these guys. But next week, we're going to do, I think, the tight end and the running back post-NFL yeah. draft buys. Yep. And then we got some fun stuff coming up. I mean, I Sweet. think we're going to be getting some more mock drafts. I know Musk said about doing a 21-22-23 joint draft to yep. see like maybe who we'd take. Yeah. That will be fun. Ty has a really good idea of tic-tac football, tic-tac-toe football. It's going to be fun. Looking forward to that. Like a little fun episode. Maybe yeah. we'll do as an extra show. Mm-hmm. And we got all kinds. We got rankings. And I'll tell you, the post NFL draft rankings are starting to come out on DynastyDNA.net. Yep. Yeah. Me and Andy got ours out. Yep. Ty I got Mu- mine. Yep. Ty and Muscle be coming soon. Yep. They'll be on there. I think mine's probably the most important. <laughs> I'm just messing with you guys. <laughs> well, at least more important than Muscle's, right? Oh, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> But you guys got to go over to DynastyDNA.net. I'm telling you, it's a treasure trove of fantasy football information. Anything you need at the click of a button, it's there. All the podcast episodes, all the YouTube videos, all the articles. We got so many good writers over there. Me and Andy write some stuff. Mike Kashuba writes over there. Aiden Grover, can of fantasy football. Preston Evans, a new friend of ours, a new friend and writer. Shout out to him. He's putting out articles all the time. Yeah. And they're really good. I mean, like, he did one on Mac Jones. Is he, uh, we believe in him, or did we think that, you know, he's done? There's like Elijah Moore, real or fake? Are we in on Elijah Moore? So there's a lot of interesting stuff and twists about players over there. So you got to check all that out. Definitely. So you want to get ahead on your draft. DynastyDNA.net is a great tool. When you're not listening to the show or checking us out on YouTube, go over there and it's all there at the click of a button. Yep. Yep. But a couple things to mention here before we hop off. As always, follow us on Twitter at DynastyDNA underscore. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Pod, Stitcher, Google Podcast, Amazon, iHeartRadio. I'm sure there's a bunch of other ones out there. Follow us over there, guys. You can hear all the shows all the time. We appreciate the support. I say it week in and week out. You guys are the best. The DNA Strand crew, we're growing. We appreciate you guys. Also, check us out on YouTube. Follow and subscribe over there. Comment. Again, guys, I know I mentioned like Twitter, YouTube, whatever. There's so many rookie drafts going on right now. And I know over the weekend we were fielding a lot of questions. If you guys have any questions at all, you shoot them over to one of us personally on Twitter or over on the Dynasty DNA page, and we'll be happy to answer or try to help you in any form or fashion. But this is going to do it for this episode, and we'll see you guys on the next episode of Dynasty DNA. See you guys. See See you.